Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents the adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent is still unaware of Poco's troubles. But Jim Olsen, together with the reluctant Beanie Martin, dangerously go ahead on their own to prove the phony song publishers are out-and-out crooks. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, I bet you don't hesitate these days when Mom asks you to run down to the grocery store for another package of Kellogg's Pep. No, sir. You want to get another comic button for your collection of this brand-new series Pep is putting out. And if it should be a duplicate, you know, like one that you already have in your collection, well, all the better, sure, because then you can have the fun of finding out which one of your pals has one to trade with you and add a new comic strip character to your collection that way. Because you'll want to get all 18 of these brand new pep comic buttons, Vitamin Flintheart and uh, the Little Moose and Cindy and Superman and all the rest. So hop to it, gang. Get going on your collection so that you can wear them pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. Remind Mom to get you plenty of Kellogg's Pep. Because that's the only way you can get these pep comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a buck stop. And you can't buy them anywhere, but you'll find a comic button, an exclusive prize, in every package of Kellogg's Pep you open. And is pep terrific when it comes to good eating at breakfast? Sunny and golden toasted, crisp and fresh as can be. Pep is called the sunshine cereal, you know. Gives you lots of good old sunshine vitamin D. So ask Mom to stock up on P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, the adventures of Superman. Suspecting that Poco, editor White's little cook, has been swindled by racketeers posing as legitimate song publishers, cub reporter Jimmy Olsen decided to investigate. With Beanie Martin, the Daily Planet copy boy, he visited the Metropolis Song Publishing Company, and pretending to fall in with the racketeer's suggestion that they invest $250 in Poco's song, Jimmy and Beanie left to secure the money, which they intended to pay in marked bills. But unknown to them, Professor Blessing and Froggy, the racketeers, noticed Jimmy's name on a story in the Daily Planet and became suspicious. When the two boys returned, Professor Blessing told Froggy, You keep them occupied in the outer office while I check up on Olsen. If he is a reporter and is trying to trap us, it'll be too bad for him and for his friend, too. As we continue now, Professor Blessing has just phoned the Daily Planet and asked for the editor. A moment later, the phone rings in the office of Clark Kent, who, as we know, is Superman. Listen. Hello? Uh, this is Miss Backrack, Mr. Kent. Yes? There's a gentleman on the phone who says he wants to check up on one of our reporters. Oh, all right. Put him on, Miss Backrack. Uh, just a minute, please. Thank you. Uh, hello, this is Clark Kent speaking. What can I do for you? There's a young man claiming to be a reporter for your newspaper in my office, Mr. Kent. Oh? But before I give him the information he wants, I want to be sure he is a reporter for your n- newspaper. Well, doesn't so he have I... his press card? Uh, no, no, he says he's lost it. 
That's why I'm calling up to check. I see. Well, what's his name? Uh, he says it's Jim Olson. Oh, yes, he's one of our reporters, Mr. Uh, 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 Anstruther, William Anstruther. Oh, is that all, Mr. Anstruther? Well, I must be sure since it would be easy for anyone to use a reporter's name, you understand. And uh, my information is highly important. I see. Well, let me talk to him. I'll be able to identify him positively that way. I, uh, I'd rather not do that, sir. What? You see, he's in another office right now, and I just as soon he didn't know I was checking up on him. Oh. Well, look, I'll tell you what, Mr. Anstruther. If this fellow is an imposter, I want to know about it. Tell me where your office is, and I'll be there in two shakes. I'm clear across the city from you, Mr. Kent. Well, just the same. I can be there... Just tell me this, sir. Is your Olsen a wiry youngster freckled with ginger-colored hair? Well, yes, he is. Does he have a brown suit and a brown overcoat? Why, yes. Say, wait a minute. What is this story he came to see you about? Uh, thank you, Mr. Kent. That's all I want to know. No, wait a minute. Hello? Hello? Mr. Anstruther? Hello? Oh, confounded. He hung up. Uh, are you ringing me, Mr. Kent? Hey, uh, Miss Backrack, do you know what story Mr. White sent Jim Olsen out on? Oh, I don't think Mr. White gave him any assignment. He hasn't been in yet today. Oh, yes, that's right. He told me he was staying with Poco until a nurse came. Well, Mr. Burroughs may have given Jim the assignment. Ring him for me, please. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. City desk. Oh, look, Burroughs, this can't. I had a rather peculiar phone call just now. Yeah, I get him all day long. No, no, wait a minute. This was about Jim. What was this important story you sent him out on? I didn't send him out on any story. You sure? Of course I'm sure. Huh, something screwy here. All right, thanks, Burroughs. Huh. Beanie! Beanie Martin! I'll take your copy, Mr. Ken. Oh, oh, thanks, Mary. I have no copy. I just want to see Beanie. Oh, he went out someplace with Jim. With Jim? Where'd they go? I don't know. Out on some story, I guess. Well, what story? Where, do you know? Oh, no, sir. They didn't tell me. Now, think, Mary. Beanie or Jim might have said something. You know, dropped just some little remark about this story you say they went out for. Can you remember anything that might be a hint or a clue? No, sir. They didn't say anything, Mr. Kent. Beanie huh? just yelled out to me to take over because he had to cover a big story with Jim, and then he and Jim rushed out. Well, of all the... Is there something wrong? I don't know. I hope not told Jim to wait right here till I got back. I impressed that on him, but apparently he disregarded what I said. Because he's gone, and nobody seems to have given him an assignment. Gee, that's funny. Funny is hardly the word. I don't like this, Mary. I've got a hunch something's radically wrong with this picture. Worried, Clark Kent stands in the city room with copy girl Mary Hennig, wondering what next move to make. Meanwhile, the racketeer who calls himself Professor Blessing has just called Froggy his hulking flat-nosed henchman into his inner office. Well, Froggy... This young man, Jim Olsen, is a Daily Planet reporter, all right. Oh, he is, eh? Okay, that's all I wanted to know. I'm gonna... Wait, wait a minute. Come back here, you fool. But he... Be quiet. I don't want them to hear us. I don't care if they do Will you lower your voice? Am I running things around here, or are you? But look, boss, if Olsen is a reporter, he must be checking up on our racket. That means we gotta take care of him fast. Shut your big face and listen to me. Olsen and that beanie kid are still in the outer office, aren't they? Sure they are. And they can't get out either, because I locked the door when they weren't looking. Good. Now, look. I don't want them to be suspicious yet. See? Why not? You already found out Olsen is a reporter, didn't you? What else do you want to know? First, I want to find out if he's really wise to us and is trying to trap us. He must be. You don't think a reporter would fall for our song publishing racket, do you? Could be. I fooled plenty of smart people in my time, Froggy. Plenty of them. Sure, I know. Olsen is young. It's just possible he believes we're on the up and up. And that he'll be rich by investing money in his sucker friend's song. Me, I don't think so. He don't look like no fish. It's possible, I said. And I don't intend to have any rough stuff and give up this racket until I'm absolutely sure. We're doing too well. I don't like taking chances on going back to jail. If he's working with the cops... Believe me, Froggy, I'm not going to take any chances. I've been out of jail a long time. 
And I like it that way. I'll find out fast enough if Olsen and his pal aren't trying to trap us. How are you going to find out? I'll show you. Ask Olsen and Martin to come in here. Okay, Professor. Oh, Fravi. Yeah? You come back in here with them. Stand by the door. If I give you the sign, you know what to do. I know what to do. Just leave it to me. Uh, Professor Blessing will see you now, gents. Come right in. A wide smile on his beefy face. Froggy hunches his huge shoulders under his too tight frock coat and ushers the unsuspecting Jimmy Olsen and Beanie Martin into Professor Blessing's inner office. What will happen now? We'll return in a moment with the dramatic climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, gang, don't you get all excited when Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pep? Why, sure you do, because that's the tense moment when you see which comic button you're going to find inside. Maybe it'll be a different character from this brand new series, one that you don't have in your collection yet. Or maybe it'll even be a duplicate so that you can have the fun of trading with your pals. But whichever Pep comic button it is, it's bound to be a humdinger, one of your old comic strip friends looking just as real as in the funny papers. There are 18 new and different buttons at all, you know, like Flash Gordon and Brent a star and Cindy and Spud from uh, Winnie Winkle, the little moose, Goofy and Beezy from Haroldine, and uh, Judy and Corky from Gasoline Alley, and Superman, of course. So get busy, gang. Ask Mom to get you a good supply of Kellogg's Pet. That's the only way you can get these exciting comic buttons. You can't buy them anywhere, and you don't send in any money, not even a box stop. But you get a comic button every time you open a package of Kellogg's Pet. And say, here's something else Pep gives you. A mighty nifty dish for breakfast. Yes, sir. Kellogg's Pep tastes so keen. It's so catchy and crisp and delicious that, well, you practically can't resist it. So ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Unaware that they are under suspicion, Jimmy Olsen and Beanie Martin are in the inner office of the so-called Professor Blessing. Froggy lounges behind them, blocking the doorway, and softly singing Poco's song. I know a girl who's... Is Liz, a friend I'll call her Lizzie. She took a ride on the merry-go-round. Now, poor please, Lizzie, gentlemen, please. Poor, poor Lizzie. She's really in a tizzy. Now, Lizzie goes round and around and around gentlemen, and around. Gentlemen, please. Stop it. Lizzie's dizzy. <laughs> Cut it out, Beanie. We're here in business. Okay, Jim. You know, that song of Poco's is really starting to get me. It would. Yes, it's a delightful little ditty, isn't it? <laughs> really delightful. If it doesn't make us all rich, really rich, my name isn't Professor Lionel Cuthbert Blissing. Uh, you think it'll uh, uh, make the hit parade, Professor? It can't miss, Mr. Olson. It can't miss. It positively can't. But um, uh, I know we're all anxious to get our uh, uh, preliminaries over with so that we can proceed with the publication of the song. I presume uh, you've brought the $250? Oh, yeah. Here it is, Professor. Ah, I see you've brought it in cash. That's right. Well, you haven't got a checking account. Once this song, uh, Dizzy Lizzie, is published, you'll have a large checking account. Hey, Frogger, Wilfred. You said it, Professor. They'll need a truck to cut their dough away in. Poor, poor Lizzie. She's really... That will do, Wilfred. That will do. Now, let me see. I presume you boys want me to count this money and then uh, give you a receipt for it, right? Yeah, now that's right. Oh, uh, we'd like it to say on the receipt that you're going to publish Poco's song right away, Professor. Uh, you would, eh? Uh-huh. You know, uh, uh, just as a matter of business, that's all. Hmm, of course. Sure, that's all, just a matter of business. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Just as I thought. Uh, what do you mean, Professor? You know very well what I mean, you little rats. These bills are marked. Marked money. Oh, what do you mean? Don't give me that innocent stuff, Olsen. 
You thought you could trap me, eh? No, I... No, I... Why, I could spot a mark, Bill, before you jerks were born. You should have known better than to try play games with me. Okay, Froggy, let him have it. Yeah, leave this to me, boss. Okay, you kids. Jim, look, he's got a gun. You bet I got a gun, and I'm gonna use it on you. Hailing, their hearts hammering, Jimmy Olsen and Beanie Martin stare at the Snubdome's revolver, which looks like a tiny toy in the huge hand of Froggy. Clark Kent, who commanded Jimmy to wait in the Daily Planet until he returned, is uneasy about his young friends, but unaware of their deadly peril. And now, caught in their own trap, what can Jimmy and Beanie do? Don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, when you shiver out of bed on a frosty morning, gang, that's Crumbles weather. That's when you want a toasty kind of cereal with zip and go. Kellogg's Crumbles. Just the name makes you think of toasty words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly. Crumbles, sure, sort of sweet and metal rich. The only cereal in the whole wide world and those crinkly shreds of real whole wheat. You bet, gang, this is Crumbles weather. Time for crisp, crunchy, crinkly, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcast.